Oh man, that was good. That was good. That was good. But so, oh thank you. So, what you guys think about this one? I, I like it because it's got that. Uh, yeah, this old needs school. to be gangster though. This is kind of like got gangster. a little pimp C vibe to it. Oh, I like this. Yeah. Gangster. <laughs> yeah. Hey. 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 Shout to Dre. Shout to Dre, shout to Dre, yeah, yeah. Uh. Oh yeah, we going with that. We going with that. We going with that. I'm with the grip. I still feel like my mic ain't loud as it could be. Hey, turn the mics up. Turn it up for me. Pump it up for me. Like Joe B U T D E N. Hey. This ain't the state of the culture. It's the number one black culture podcast for you vultures. Uh, we got that combo for you, ultra, ultra. Hey, fatality. Yeah, got these podcasts mad at me. We do this stuff so casually. It's growing our fan base so very gradually. But I'm so sad to see us all views these fools. And I'm so happy to be gradually graduating to the next league. We going pro. But we ain't doing this for free. The same pro bono. Shout out to Sonny Bono and Cher. We got you, babe. And we really don't even care. Hey, I'm the bald man with no hair. Hey. In the spot saying, woo, like Ric Flair, hey. When we stop, you gotta stare. It's the Gris and Glory podcast. We banging everywhere, yeah. 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 31 episodes deep. Yeah. 31 episodes deep. Yeah. Gris and Glory, wake up, fool, you can't sleep. Yeah. 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 31 episodes deep. Yeah, yeah, with the flow. Rich and glory, wake up, who you can't sleep. Mm. I like that beat. I'm a grown man now. I like that beat. 31. But when I was a young boy, my father sat me down. He said, son, I'm going to tell you like my father told me. As long as you got some grits, you'll never go hungry. This is the Grits and Glory podcast, episode 31. Prepare to be fed. So wake up, because when you wake up, man, we got to hit you with a hot plate of grits first thing in the morning. My dad used to say, this is going to eat this, son, it'll stick to your chest. Stick to your chest. Grow some hair on your chest. So, man, that's what we, we, we try to give you, that substance that sticks to your chest and grows hair on your chest, that good soul food. I am your host, Juan Grits, a.k.a. Aura Ricks, a.k.a. Ron Ricks, a.k.a. Aura Aura, a.k.a. The Man With Too Many Names. And as always, you can never have too many names, man. I appreciate that. You know, just keep naming yourself. Keep redefining yourself. I had a, I had some other ones back in the day. I called myself Argyle Styles. You know, back when I had some bad habits, I called myself L. Ron Puffer. <laughs> but we, won't, we, won't, we won't get into that. Whoa. We won't get it. It's clean living over here. Say pa- it's awesome now. It's clean. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to hit you with a pause flag. <laughs> it's clean. It's clean living. It's clean living. EA, living. what you talking about, bro? Oh. It's EA up in this too, bro. Oh, yeah. Shout out to. Hold on. We got to give him his whole. First off, SB getting us started off quick. Yeah. SB, the Pharaoh. Man, that's how I feel. Ramses. Sometimes. 
the second, aka Poppy the troll, the the troll pharaoh. I was gonna say troll king. I was gonna mess it up. Yeah, but that's easy. Insightful troll. Insightful troll. <laughs> insightful troll. SBZ is in the building. SB the insightful troll. And then the wisdom, <laughs> the depth, the wise oak, the Ghanaian super saiyan EA. Down to, down to hit your girl with a bumble, but No, yeah. I, I am not on Bumble. I'm not on Bumble. <laughs> find him not, on Bumble, ladies. Why are you not on Bumble, man? I'm just not. I'm Where just can not. the ladies find you? Yeah, that's a good question. Where can the ladies, Where can find, the ladies you? find you? I mean, this guy is an eligible bachelor. I mean, he cracks he works out religiously, cracks his Bible every night. If I yeah. try. I try. No, you, you know, do. He gets okay. into those scriptures. Okay. The man the man is well versed in Casino. He's got is, a great credit uh, score. Which is Cuban salsa and, and, a, and a salsa and merengue game. A little. I try to do a little something. He, he even something. hit you with a little bachata. Yeah. You know what I mean? A little. He's 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 acculturated. So the man the man is very international. Where can the ladies get a hold of you? I don't know. You can find me in the streets. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. You want to give out your Instagram That's or your Twitter yeah, handle? Nah, he have somebody he said slide he in out, your DMs he, he or something? You can find me. This is free promotion right here, bro. It is. You can find me on the Grits and Glory podcast. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. There we go. Please make sure you like, share, subscribe, comment, man. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Comment on our Google Podcasts. Uh, on Anchor, you can leave us a recorded message. Yeah. Any topics you want to hear, if you want to give us feedback on anything, we need more interaction from the people. Yeah, we man. want you to be a part of this. So that's a great segue, EA. We appreciate that. Well, don't forget PM back here too, man. You know he's on, he's that's keeping a good us point. straight, keeping us sounding and, lovely and on the right path. Is PM producer Matt the homie bringing the bringing the facts in? He's the ally, just like that. <laughs> don't you do that? <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's his new name. That's his new name. The ally. The, uh, voice, the voice of the Caucasian. Uh, the the no, I know. We ain't putting I'm pressure a, on any, him like anytime that. Anytime I'm called the ally on this podcast, I am cutting it out. He's going to be like, <laughs> I have that power. You cannot do that. It's like, I am just me. No, when I went, when I, oh, when I was with your tattoo guy, Zach, he was like, oh, Matt's perfect. He's like the whitest white guy. He's perfect for your podcast. Wow. <laughs> wow. He didn't say that. You named the name. Too. He did say He did say that. And he lives he, in the middle of nowhere, Ohio, too. Yeah, he meant that he's in the nice, nice nicest way. Oh, he man. Meant that in nice Jeez, way. He said he's so white. I don't yeah. think so, man. He had Vibram's on. I mean, well, what could he Matt's say? Matt's not like Whitey McWhite or something. Y'all know what Vibram's are? Those shoes with your toes, with your toes. No, I, have from the, I have three pairs. You garage. talked me into a pair of those. <laughs> I did, man. Did you know, good? you know how did you much. You ever wear them? Yes, I did. You know how much action I missed out on a because lot, I wore them. A lot. I was already married when I found them. Though. They are like kryptonite to women. There you go, man. Women you tell hate them timing, right? Women hate <laughs> toe shoes <laughs> and toe socks. If you want to turn a woman off. Wear those. Put some put some vibras on. Vibras on. What are those? Yes, they were. She was. They were like. They were like. She was like. No. 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 Take those off right now. Right now. And I was oh, like, No. It's so com- I'm so free on the on the ground. I could I could feel everything when I read it. No. Yeah. No. I can't go anywhere with you with those on. You messed no. up her fantasy. You know, I bro. stopped wearing mine permanently. Mm-hmm. We were hiking on a our one year anniversary trip. 
we were out hiking in the mountains and uh, I stepped up to get on a boulder and broke the living shit out of two of my toes and my foot Ooh. because of the way that the toes stick out on the side. Ooh, I have man. never put a pair back on. Ooh. I would have had yeah. to burn those for that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would walk Done. through, I would walk through like, I would walk Jeez. through like, like a grocery store and the, the look of disgust <laughs> on women's faces with those things what did on. You th- what did you expect though? I, mean, I thought it was kind of hot. I thought it would be, I thought they kind of, and I watched Survivor, and I did see this guy competing with those on the Survivor. And like when you're doing like what, like they're excellent for Survivor. If they're, I was ever on Survivor, I would bring having, them back. Despite having broken the hell out of my foot, like they were the best shoes I had for outdoor stuff, for weightlifting. I mm. used them a lot, but yeah, they just they are not. No, women. Felt, they're not bait for ladies. I was at very scared. I was very scared. I felt very exposed. You I felt knew like this anything too, though. Could before drop on my before foot. all of this happened, you looked no, at yourself thought, in the mirror. And you were like, nah, I don't know about I this. I thought I could get away with it because here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, you know that. Dudes would, dudes would constantly stop me. They're like, yo, those are comfortable. Look at those. What, mm-hmm. what are those? And hey, man, do you like those? Do you like them? I'm like, yeah, I do like them. Yeah, and then I, like, and then I walk past a woman. She's like, ugh. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, straight this sold is, out. You okay. win. This is my favorite paradox about like anything that Joe Rogan likes. Joe Rogan is a huge trendsetter for a lot of people. But the dude is trying to bring fanny packs back at the same time. Oh, man. So, like, Vibrams are one of those things that everyone's like, oh, shit, this makes total sense. It's exactly like your foot. No. I don't think there's a place for fanny packs survive. these days. Did not survive. No, it's like, I think they in with the kids. The kids is, like, rocking the fanny well, yeah, packs yeah, now. Yeah, they like rocking anything years, from the 90s. But they're, like, walking them, they're rocking them, like, across over their shoulder, like, hipster backpack style. Uh, like, remember in the early 2000s when the one strap backpack, yeah. backpack was, like, in... Yeah. Over the two strap backpack, and it went kind of across your. Yeah, yeah, I have one of those. Yeah, yeah. So I have a UC, you know, one of those. Yeah. It's good. So I I liked going with the with the with the satchel with like the briefcase style backpack, okay. where it's like the the arm strap, like the laptop bag, like the arm strap. That sounds like a merce arm, and it was like a briefcase. No, 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 much too too big to be a merce. More brief briefcase briefcase style. I like it. That's what I said when I got my Kenneth Cole briefcase. But I think I'm like it's not a merce. Yeah, it's, it's a, a briefcase. briefcase. But I think with the with the strap. I, with the one strap, I can't feel the one strap. I I feel the old school. I like the old school backpack look. Yeah. So we're giving you some insight. and We're talking. So we're teasing EA about being on Bumble. But where we left off on our last podcast is we were talking about the single the single life and just dropping some jewels. It's summertime. People are out dating. And just trying mm-hmm. to just direct and be, we tried to be as gender neutral as possible. Yeah, we didn't. We yeah. didn't really go in. Yeah, we could have. We could have really, really gone in. We, we started. We were. We were. We were kind of flirting with. Yeah, I know. So if you haven't listened to episode thirty, go back and listen to episode thirty. The single um, life. Why are you single? And should you stay single? I don't know. That sounded like it might work. I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> That sounds judgmental. I feel like that sounds judgmental. Why, Why are you single? Well, I mean, well, people like, might have a. It's like you can't reason. get nobody? Now that <laughs> sounds judgmental. <laughs> I'm just hitting you with a little troll king, a little troll pharaoh action, you know. Troll so, pharaoh. but no. Um, so we talked about that and we focused on the raw law you are your own uh, savior. Um, so, in this episode, man, I just really wanted to. Uh, what you uh, want to talk about? Uh, oh, man, I want. I want to. This is difficult for me, guys. Um, no, man. You know, we follow you. What, what you talking I wanna, about? I want to. I want to give a little. I want to give a little testimony, if you will. That sounds religious. Well, it's it's it. Well, go ahead. Church. It could be considered religious. Yeah, um, hey, open your heart. But it's actually it's actually much more st- spiritual. 
Um, so, um, one of our, uh, one of the raw laws that we've, um, that we've espoused in previous episodes is raw law number seven, which is your energy precedes you. And for those of you that are new to the podcast, just give you a little back background. The raw laws are, uh, basically the tenets, my philosophies and tenets on life and success kind of like life hacks on how to be the best at life and build yourself the best way possible. They're based on experience and we call them raw laws because we give them to you raw. We give them to you as they are, as they are. And we want you to apply them. We want you to cook them in your own way, in your own life. For the mind of Ron Grits. Cook them to your specification. I mean, this is the like grits, grits and glory positive. You know, we want everyone cooks grits differently. Yeah. Everyone, some people put sugar in their grits. Some people put salt and pepper. Some people put salt and pepper. Some people little put cheese in their grits, put a little hot sauce in there. Cheese grits, you know, good grits. I think though, I think cheese grits are the best. I like grits. cheese grits. I think they're the best. But you know, I'm not gonna judge. There's been a thing that's going on on social media about do you put sugar in your grits, and I, I don't want to judge people <laughs> who put sugar in their grits. Like I think that's okay to have grits as a dessert every now and then, but the majority of the time your grits should be salt and butter and, and cheesed up. You know, but I, I'm just worried about. Well, I'm really just worried about your dental health. <laughs> if you just if you just eating sugary grits all the time and too much sugar, yeah, that's too much sugar. You remember like when we were uh, we were out of town. We were at the hotel and they had that free kind of little breakfast. And so they have like they have like these these little tubes with different uh, different cereals in them yeah. that you could you could let out into your bowl. And like it's been years since I you know since I've had like old school cereal and I like I didn't realize like how sugary frosted flakes were. Oh yeah. Like yes. even even raisin bran. You picked the two cereals that are sugary, no doubt. But I picked no, them. You could have you could have the choices flakes. were Fruit the, Loops, you could have been That's super sugary too. I know. I'm saying like the those choices are were the least what? sugary. The church the choices were frosted flakes, raisin bran and like Cheerios. No. Nah. No, Cheerios wasn't in there. They had Cheerios They had there. Cheerios in there. Yeah. And Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms. That's super sugary. That's marshmallows. Marshmallows, yeah, right? Yeah. So, but like, I didn't, even the raisin brand, like the raisin had like frosting on it. Yeah, they got to compete. So I'm like, and then I think back, like when we were little, like we, I couldn't have Cheerios or Rice Krispies without pouring sugar on top of them because they weren't you, sweet you, enough. You and you get that gray, sugar. you get that gray, you get that gray. I used to love getting the gray scoops at the bottom of the milk. It's all that gray sugar. That's so bad for you. Like, how much sugar did we intake as kids? Like, a, a you lot. take that into account with Kool-Aid. Right. Like, Kool-Aid? Yeah. You know how much sugar is in a pitcher of Kool-Aid for it to have any type of flavor? It just sounds like diabetes statistics. Yes. Yeah. Luckily. It sounds how they <laughs> probably, is they, did they systemically it's destroy like the, the black community yeah. with cereal yeah. and well, Kool-Aid? Oh, I mean, I think it's. <laughs> I think we're also lucky now. Matt, Matt's about to have a heart attack. <laughs> Let's see what the ally says. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get them. Yeah, it was we'll unhealthy. To your part point. of the complete balanced breakfast. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> to your point. <laughs> However you want to have your grits, sugar is a lot. Yeah, sugar is a lot. Be careful with the sugar. I've seen people do syrup and stuff too. Be careful with that. So, anyway, raw law number seven. Did I did I say it? Oh, seven. Y- your seven. energy precedes you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we've talked about energy before on this podcast we've talked about energy we've talked about fuel and um we have a uh have episode we, called keep 
that same keep energy. that same energy. That was your that was your inaugural episode. That was your first episode, SB. Oh man, over fifteen episodes ago. Wow, that. has it been that long already? <laughs> Look at that. that was episode rocking, number fifteen. I've been rocking for a minute yeah. now. Keep that same energy. So if you haven't listened to that, there's a hilarious story that I had. The story, the story of Black Justice. You should go you back be, and listen. You, you to that. and your stories, man. I love it. Like love you be having the story. That's the, that was one of my greatest. So, um, your energy procedure. So we talk about that a lot. And have we talked about the law of attraction? <clears throat> well, I mean, no, I don't. I don't recall. What, what SB do? What is your understanding? <laughs> like, that? what is your what is your understanding of the law of attraction? Uh, well, opposites attract. <laughs> I don't know. That is not the law of attraction. I thought you knew the law of attraction. No, man. I mean, these are not laws that I just can pull off the top of my 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 head. I don't know. I mean, some people are. I mean, you know, you you have to have a high vibration, I believe, to to attract. You know, I mean, if we got to go into what attraction is and what va- vibrations are, you know. So yes. you're saying that people with high vibrations attract other people with high vibrations. Or good vibrations. Yeah, I think I think good positive. Vibes. I think positive attracts positive, and negative probably attracts negative. Correct. That's, that's just like my overall understanding about okay. the law of attraction. I agree with that. So, uh, so another raw law that we have is raw law number twenty: the universe rewards your intent. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what the the best way that I could put the simplest way that I could put the law of attraction is basically like karma. People understand the concept of karma that what you put out into the universe, what you put out into the world comes back to you. You know, with it, with uh, every every action, there's a reaction. So if we take it back to, you know, what's that, physics? One of the science things that, you know. Yeah, if, that's a law of physics. A law of physics. If I push, if I push something. For every action, there's an equal or opposite equal reaction. Equal or opposite reaction, right? So in the, so you brought up a point of vibration. So for those who, who don't understand, uh, when you say higher vibration. Well, see, I didn't really want to go there. Yeah, it, it, it would be, I have to unwrap that now. Let's unwrap it a little I don't bit. know about that. Let's unwrap it. Well, you go first. I'll just Well, you correct in. me where I'm wrong because I may, I'm not, be, I'm not I may not be, I, may, I think you are. I, I may not be as sharp on the vibrational pieces you are, but. I'll start here, you know. Uh, okay. Everybody in molecules vibrate. Okay. We're made of molecules. Right. So, <laughs> okay. So, um, everything vibrates. Atoms, actually. Ener- energy, ener- energy can be passed on and energy moves and vibrates on waves and frequencies. So, that's how, that's how we listen to music. That's how we talk on cell phones. Mm-hmm. It's all through waves and frequencies and vibrations. Correct? And as a human being, you have electricity waves and frequencies coursing through you right so if you ever played that game where you uh, take your shoes off and review if you haven't you really should it's kind of fun take your shoes off rub them on the carpet and build up stack electricity then you touch somebody and you shock them right so you that was a good example people used to do that back in mm-hmm. the day yeah. yeah back in the day so you you have energy that's coursing through you we talked we talked about in our last episode episode that the uh <laughs> The earth Bless. is uh the earth is seventy percent water, and I believe the human body is something like sixty or seventy percent water. It's a plus seventy plus seventy. Plus seventy? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and what is one of the greatest conductors of electricity? Water. Water. 
right? So you, we have frequencies, we have electricity flowing through our body. We have energy flowing through us, okay? How we live our lives and how we take care of our bodies and how we take care of our minds determines our levels of energy and our levels of frequency. And of course, uh, the better we take care of our body and mind and spirit, if you will, the higher our vibrations will be. And it's kind of like, you know, when people are, you know, when people are attracted to each other. So again, let's go, let's go with magnets, right? Yeah. So opposites, so magnets stick to each other, positive and negative magnets stick to each other, right? I yeah. know they repel. No, two positives repel each other. Opposites attract. Opposites attract. They stick to each other, right? Mm-hmm. And so what, what's the field that connects magnets is called the electromagnetic field, correct? I guess. So mm-hmm. there's things about electricity that cause yeah, magic to come together. If you guys watch Stranger Things season three, there's a lot of cool stuff about that. <laughs> I, I, I just binged out. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil it. I'm just binged out on it. Spoil it's really good. But I just want to say that real quick. Really good. So again, electricity connects the magnets. So have you heard? You know, you understand that people are just like, I just, I don't understand. This person isn't my type, or this person doesn't look like this to me. But I'm just so attracted to them. I just feel drawn to them. They probably I'm just feel magnetically yeah. attracted. It's probably because something about that person's energy or your that person's frequency is in line or an opposite of yours. You're on the same frequency. You're on that same frequency that allows yeah. you to connect. You know, why are certain people uh, or or another example is how can you you know you're not you can't see someone looking at you Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, you go, someone's looking at me. You feel someone looking at you, and then you turn around. You do that? And they're looking at you. You have a feel. You have a gut feel. Yeah. That's happened to me before. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So what is it What is it that's causing you to feel them looking at you? Maybe a high vibe. Is it the, yeah, is it the, it's not their eyes. Their eyes don't have power to push you. It's probably because when they're concentrating on you, something about their frequency is coming out to you. I, you know, and I put it like this, and like I said, that up. like, you know, high vibes, more positive, low vibes, kind of more negative. Mm-hmm. The way I put it, I think that uh, in the way we understand atoms is the warmer your atoms, the higher the vibration. Mm. So it's like when you we our last episode was dating mm-hmm. right? when you're feeling somebody's vibe mm-hmm. or when the heat is. When you feel the heat, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think there's an 80s yeah. song like that. Feel, yeah. and okay. then you think, and then yeah. you think about it like, what do you call someone that's very attractive? Hot, hot. You're like, oh, they're hot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or, <laughs> or maybe or, not me, but maybe p- producer or, Matt. <laughs> yeah, or or like you know, like them old school, you know, like them old school old school movies where like the guy is like singing to the women he's singing to her and all of a sudden she like starts fanning herself like oh yeah oh like i'm getting hot like five heartbeats. yeah, yeah there's I'm a lot get, going on i'm getting hot so there's something about him that's heating up the, the those atoms if yeah. you will mm-hmm. those warmth, molecules warmth heat heat and make vi- uh, atoms vibrate makes atoms we're, vibrate. We're, everything is made up of atoms. everything is vibrational it's yes atomic. yes yeah. it's electro and vibrational and atomic so yeah. the law the universal law of attraction states that uh, if you send your intentions out on a certain frequency, um, consciously or subconsciously, that is what the universe 
or the world will give back to, to you. That's what will return back to you. Which makes sense because, again, if we're talking about frequency, so let's talk about even like a radio, a radio wave or a walkie-talkie, you know, if I set the frequency on the walkie-talkie, that's another thing from Stranger Things you could you could pick up. Man, all if these, I, all these. Uh... If I set <laughs> if I set a frequency on a walkie-talkie, you can only hear me if you are set to what the same frequency. The same frequency. If I'm on a different channel, I can't get through to you, and you can't get through to me. Right. 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 So, whatever <clears throat> channel you are on, energetically and in your mind. That's going to be the what's going to come back to you. That's what's going to speak back to you in the world. Yeah. Okay. And then the human mind. Uh, so this is this goes into my psychology background. Yeah, this is your ex. So you know Bailey Wick. So the human mind. So the best way I can do this one is teach us Juan grits. Okay, here's here's the best way I can do this one. <laughs> he said the human mind. I thought I thought you were for a second you were gonna be the human mind by Juan grits. You <laughs> <laughs> didn't do it. I was uh, I was like well, waiting. I was just waiting. Science still delivered Juan grits. So the all right. So the human mind is like it's like a glacier. So if you ever seen the Titanic, right? You know, you see, or just you see some nature show and you see a glacier sticking up out the water, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you realize that, you know, it's thousands and thousands of feet under the sea. You're just seeing the top of the glacier. Titanic didn't know that. No. So the glacier is like, <laughs> the, glacier is like the size of a mountain. Mm-hmm. What we see above the water is just the tip of the mountain. It's like the tip of the iceberg. Tip right. Of the iceberg. Tip you of know, the iceberg. The water line is really the thing that for those that's, that's just know, the tip of the iceberg. Literally the tip of iceberg. So a lot of stuff under the uh, underneath, underneath the underneath, water. Right. So your mind, your conscious mind is the tip of the iceberg of your mind. Hmm. The majority of your mind, all of that's under the water. The bulk of the mountain, the bulk of the iceberg, is your subconscious mind. That, that would be subconscious, probably. Right, right. It's your subconscious mind. Mm. And so, it is important that you program or direct your subconscious mind in the right way to direct your conscious mind to get the frequencies that you need to get. So you push those thoughts upward to the peak or the top of the iceberg? Well, you actually will push those thoughts Down, inward, inward, downward and inward, inward. Oh, to manifest them? Yes. Okay. So it's like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know what it's like? You ever had a, a, a root beer co- float or a Coke float? <laughs> yes. Okay. Sorry, that was so, funny. Yeah, it was <laughs> funny. Yeah, so like, whether you got epiphany right there. So like, whether look root beer float. Whether you put whether you put a scoop of ice cream in the cup at the bottom, or whether you fill it up, whether you fill it up with the pop soda or whatever you want to call it, the root beer or the coke first, and then put the ice cream scoop of ice cream on top, the ice cream will always float to the top. So what would be your technique? Do you so, add uh, uh, ice cream or do you add Soda first. 
I add the soda first. I add the ice cream first. You add the ice cream first. Yeah. But then it floats to the top, right? It always does. It always floats to the top, yeah. right? So here's the here's the thing. So there it is. Your conscious mind is sitting in the bottom of the cup, but you're going to pour into the cup. Mm-hmm. And you're going to fill that subconscious up with the, with the Coke or the root beer that you want. And then it's going to float up to the top. It's going to float up to your conscious mind. Yeah, I thought genius. He <laughs> just blew my. That blew. is that is guiding light at his best. I mean, he broke my brain. With so, this. so the reason why I give you all of this background is because you know over the past year, well, I'd probably say over the past two years, I have been filling my cup in a different way. Than I had than I had ever in the past, but I don't think I was even fully conscious of my cup. Mm. But I've been filling it and going inward and really filling my subconscious mind, and it has put me in a place um, of of happiness, man. Put me oh, in a okay. place of happiness. Put me in a place of success. Um, I'm having some of the best wins and some of the best successes that I've ever had in my life. So it's working. Yes, and so I want to share, you know, this is why I call this my coming out episode. I want to share this with you. <laughs> well, all right. So I want to come out as a non-religious person and as a spiritual a spiritual person. Mm. What do you mean by non-religious? So I was raised a uh, Christian, mm-hmm. you know, and I was raised to kind of believe and to believe that, you know, if you pray, if you pray hard enough, and if you believe in Jesus and you believe in God, God and Jesus will help make all of your dreams come true. Mm. They will bring you everything that you need. They will bring you and give you the joy and the fulfillment that you are seeking. Asking. Ye shall receive. There we go. Asking ye shall receive. Um, and so in my spiritual journey, I have shifted that focus I've shifted that focus to um, I definitely still believe there's a higher power I believe that there is a God um, but just like come all come all our way out man. let's do it just, just like come on out just like we're all so we, we, we've broken down how we're all made of molecule molecules and, and electrons and Neutrons. Neutrons and electricity and all of that, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. To me, that is God. That is all God. Mm. We're we're intelligently designed, right? Are you going to ask us what you're going to ask me and EA what we think? I'm I'm listening here. I'm listening though. Let me me get this point out, then I do want to ask you all what you uh, think. Okay. We're intelligently designed. So, So instead of me focusing on a God outside of me. If because if 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 God is in everything, right? God is in God is in this microphone I'm speaking on. God is in these walls that surround us. God is in the particles and the clothes that God is in everything. God is in the plants and the food that we eat. Is God is in everything, right? So if God is in everything, God must be inside of me. Mm. So instead of me pushing my energy towards 
and a God outside of me asking him to do things for me. I've channeled that energy towards the God inside of me to bring me the things that I, I want and need and to help me be the person that I want to be. What does that process look like? I mean, when you do that, do you like meditate or something? Yes. Okay. Now for me, I see no difference in prayer and meditation. I see similarity. The only, the only, everything, everything about, everything about, and you've, we've talked about this, and this is a key thing that you, you bring up and you say all the time, it's about intention. Mm-hmm. And so instead of putting the intention on God, give me this, and God, help me be this, God, make me this, I put those intentions into, I am going to be this. I am moving towards this. This is what I will be. This is what I am. I move those intentions towards the God inside of me. Another key piece is channeling and giving thanks to my ancestors. Mm. So, um, and that, that stems from my African roots. So a couple years ago, I did a DNA test and I figured out which which specific countries in Africa and Western West Africa yeah. that I have, you know, my, my DNA in. Your to- and, Togolese? You um, showed me that before. I did show it to you. It's 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 been updated, which is interesting. Oh man. But I am mostly um uh Cameroonian Congo area with Togolese and Benin Togo and Benin the second the second highest percentage. And then some Nigeria and Ghana, and then some Italian. What was your lowest percentage of DNA trace? I had a very small percent of Arab. Oh, I thought DNA. you were. Come on, what's lower than that? No, that was the lowest. Low, that was like Arab DNA was like two percent. I see. I was just making fun of you when I, you showed me you you had a percentage of Neanderthal, and you you know. I did not have. I don't think I showed you Neanderthal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think Neanderthal is a cat. cat yeah, it but, was. But it, oh, yeah, I it think was. on Twenty Three and Me, yeah, they do was. actually. Yeah. They can actually trace you between like Neanderthal. So yeah. On Twenty Three and Me. Yeah, I saw somebody that. else. Somebody else. Somebody yeah. else. Uh, Somebody else showed me that a couple I weeks, saw, a couple yeah, days ago. Actually, you don't make me pull it up. I'm about to pull don't it up. Don't do that. Go keep going with your thought. I'm just. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna pull it up. Here. I'm come but, on. Because um, now I'm curious because I should know this by heart. But it does. It does. It kind of freaks me out that it does update. But I guess it makes sense. EA, you can explain that. Why does it update? Just because you know, as time goes on, more people are giving their it. DNA, so it. It, it has to shift based mm-hmm. off the number of people that you're related to who are putting their information new information the system so it changes you know but that's pretty much it it's just there's more information at so that point in time that is it's what they knew about you at that point gotcha. in time okay right. so my highest percentage is Cameroon Congo and southern Bantu people mm-hmm. next highest is Benin Togo I don't think I don't think I'm saying Benin correctly Benin. next highest is Mali then Italy then Ivory Coast, Ghana, then England, Middle East, France, Nigeria, Ireland, Scotland. Oh, I have 1% Swedish. I'm 1% Swedish. That's my lowest. I'm 1% Swedish also. I, I haven't taken these yeah. tests. This is beautiful. But when you start learning about where you're from, um, it, it makes you want to start doing more research. So, you know, I think so, in America... We're kind of taught to look at Africa. 
we almost speak of Africa as a country <laughs> rather me, than a continent. Let me go yeah, ahead. Okay. Jump I want to ask you this: um, <clears throat> Would you speak to all of your ancestors? Um, that's a very good question. Seems like you're focused on the African ones. No, that's pretty good. Trip to Sweden. What's up with the Sweden? That's pretty good. That's a good point. No, I would speak to. I, you know, it I would like you being. I invoke all of my ancestors. Okay, but, um, all right. But <laughs> what I would say is that it is it is tradition. It's usually ancient. You know, I would say um, African religions, Native American. Uh, spiritual practices, uh, probably some of Indian and Southern Asian and Asian practices. It is their, it is more so their practice to to reach out and invoke ancestors. Whereas with what we call the big three, uh, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, with more the, what we call the monotheistic religions and, and those that were more so originated in Europe and the Middle East. Um, there is less focus on ancestors and more on saints and angels and things okay, of that nature. Okay, so that doesn't stop you from from calling to all ancestors. Well, I do call to all ancestors. Okay, right. but the but what I'm saying is what what inspired me to even think or even call to my ancestors was mm-hmm. doing research about my African heritage. Got you, got you. And realizing that the traditional spiritual practices of the people from these regions that I was learning about was tri- was focused on ancestry. What what can sometimes call ancestral worship, which is it's not worship. Mm. It's just uh it's just calling on your ancestors and asking for your ancestors' assistance and help. Mm. And so there's also a practice and we did this back uh in in college, uh before there would be a large ceremony. There's an African traditional practice called libation, by which um, when you um, when there's a ceremony or when there's a blessing to be had, you pour out water or sometimes alcohol. You pour it to the ground or you pour it to a plant as an offering to the ancestors or anyone that has passed on before you. So is that where like Tupac's song "Pour Out a Little Liquor" come from? That's actually, exactly, it's exactly where, I'm sorry, that's exactly I'm where it came. Yeah. From. Go ahead, Ian. It, uh, it's actually interesting because, as y'all know, or if you haven't, if you didn't know. I'm Ghanaian, born in the United States, but my both my parents are from Ghana. Double, double African. So um, <laughs> I remember, uh, um, this is probably like 2012, my brother and I, we went to visit a family a family member, one of our uncles, or really a cousin, but you know, in Africa, if somebody is like older than you, you give them respect by saying, hey, uncle or auntie or something. So, um, so we went to this place and we were just sitting down talking and he asked all of us if we wanted a beer and, you know, we were good. We didn't drink any, but he got himself one. And then he said, hold on one moment, and went out into the hallway you know, and started pouring a little beer out, you know, doing libation out in, in, in the hallway. And that was the first time, because I remember seeing that in college, but I had never seen any of my mm-hmm. relatives actually doing that, like, as a regular just a regular thing you know he did it like that i was like man i've seen that you know and it was very interesting and um just like you you know like you uh ara uh i i've been trying to do that a little bit more often i probably need to do a better job of that really trying to really connect myself with my ancestry you know but um but that was my first experience 
seeing that in in like live and not 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 for a ceremony but just like a regular everyday practice thing. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so traditionally in african-american history folklore i think how it would first appear was in in a, in a movie in the 60s or 70s called coolie high and it had it's a African American history, <laughs> culture, culture. Are, I mean, are you, know you what serious? I mean. Yes, it's a movie called. I Cooley thought you High. were going to talk about like Brer Rabbit or Anansi no, the no, Spider, no, no, so no, no. like things brought <laughs> over. Called I thought you, called, you Again, went to I don't know any history. That is awesome. I guess Matt, you could. I guess you no, could. you look up libation uh, in pop culture? L I B A T I O N. Why she's gonna find out that uh the Neanderthals? I know how to spell the, uh, my bad, my bad. I'm so. Caucasian. He's Caucasian. <laughs> hey, hey, so you is so is Juan Gris. Genetically predisposed to be good spellers. Only only ten percent. Only hey, well, Matt, f- fifteen. Juan Gris is 16%. also Caucasian. I'm sixteen percent Caucasian. Hold on. Yeah. Let me let me look at these numbers one more the time. The Neanderthal region of Indo-European. Three percent. Geographic locations. Two point two percent. Dang, 17%. Yeah, it's a I'm lot. 18% in there. Caucasian. Yeah. yeah. 18% European. Let me say it like that. So, um, but my first the first recollection that I know any of any of my elders and generation talk about is in a movie called Cooley High. And it's a character named Cochise. And then right before everyone would drink, he'd be like, Hey, we need to pour some out for the brothers that ain't here. And then that kept the tradition of Pac saying, pour out a little liquor and all that. You know what I mean? But it's actually pop, pop culture captured that real yes, life thing. Yes, but it's actually an African tradition called libation. And so, um, but you, you know, but in, that, in, you're attached to that. That's what I'm saying. You were explaining how that had influenced you, correct? And your meditation, correct? To so I started. Actually, I be I began I began a regular practice that if I was meditating or praying, that I would call on my ancestors. Mm to assist me mm. and protect me and be there with me. And it's improved your life. Yeah, absolutely. 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 I believe, you know, when we talk about, when people talk about guardian angels or like, here's an example that I don't think a lot of people are proud of, but I think it resonates with a lot of people. I think a lot of people know this one. If Have you ever had a time where maybe you had been drinking and I know it's illegal to drink and drive, but has you ever been a, has there ever been a time that you were possibly drinking or possibly extremely tired and you're driving and all of a sudden you just look up and you're just home safely and no. you and you look back and you go I I don't know not how not one time I don't has know that how I me. drove home I nope. don't know how did I get here yes. no never happened that's good you're it's like, no. you're a great one <laughs> but i think most people have that experience even if they weren't drinking if they're, they're being extremely tired being extremely tired and going how did i get home how did i get home safe how did, how did i make it back here and we all we all like to think that we all like to think that it's it's muscle memory we all we all like to think that it's muscle memory or we just have you know some special subconscious thing that just drove us home. But I like to believe that that's when our guardian angels, our ancestors, our spirits kick in and they protect us. Or you ever been in a car, you know, your car spin out or in a car accident and some lose control and you like, how did I make it out of that situation? Divine intervention. Divine intervention. I I believe those are your ancestors 
and the spirits that are are, are ordained to protect you and follow you around that, that save you from those situations. Interesting. So in order for me to believe that my ancestors are around and around me watching over my life and, and protecting me, uh, that kind of goes against the traditional belief of uh, heaven and hell. Or, and, or, or, or God or Jesus watching over you. Uh, to a certain extent, yes. To a certain extent. So, you know, so what I can say is, for me, even though I've grown up in the church and I studied, so I grew up in uh, what we call the Seventh-day Adventist church. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I had plenty of friends that, you know, you always had that friend that you spend the night over the house, their house, and their mom was like, yeah, you can spend the night, but you got to come to church with me mm-hmm. in the morning. So I had friends that were Baptist, mm-hmm. Pentecostal. Um, uh, I went to a Catholic high school. So I literally had to take religion courses and had to go to mass at least at least two to three times a month. Um, and then in my, you know, in my early teens, I, um, you know, I read the autobiography of Malcolm X and became obsessed with Malcolm X and thought that I was going to be a Muslim. Uh, so I studied Islam um, for a few years. And just, you know, religion never really resonated with me 100%. Traditional religion. Um, So in kind of connecting back with my roots, um, so one, kind of reaching out to my ancestors more, uh, taking that control and and seeing the God in myself and following spirituality. And then I actually got into the practice of yoga and started learning about chakras and other things spiritual things, um, stones and crystals. Um, these things really allow me to channel my energy and channel my frequencies in a different way uh, that have really led to a lot of prosperity and a lot of growth and a lot of peace in my life. And I think that anyone that knows me personally that has observed me over the last two to three years will have to, you know, will have to say that they've seen uh, a major change and uh. who Juan Gritz is uh, for the positive. Um, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I say all of this to say that spirituality can coexist with religion. Um, so um, just because Christianity never resonated with me, um, you know, my whole goal with with this podcast and my and my overall goal in life is to challenge people and challenge people's thinking, um, so that they you know and and to challenge you to find your own path, stay in your own bag, as one of the rawest raw law number two. Um, so, you know, I just want to because this has been so helpful and so meaningful to me. I felt it was necessary that I shared this with my grits and glory family that I shared this with this audience. Um, and challenge you to ensure that you are choosing the path, the proper path for you, for your happiness and your spiritual growth, and not necessarily just following the path that was laid out for you because it's traditional or because it's what everyone else uh, is on or fear of judgment from others because you're not following the path that they're used to or that they're accustomed to. 
you know. So, um, so challenge conventional thinking. Absolutely. Seek what works for you. Absolutely, absolutely. So, I do, I do want to get into, you know, what does God, what does God mean to you? Well, did you just say God meant everything to you, or you just did you have a different path to God, or you said you believe in God? I do believe in God, but my my belief in God is 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 different from um, the traditional. Well, it's unconventional. Yes, so it's kind of like the best way that I could describe God to me is. You know, I, this is funny. This this is just a theory of mine, but if you've ever if you ever watched Star Wars, <laughs> and you understand what the you ever you've heard of the Force, the Force. To me, the one of the main reasons that Star Wars resonates with people so much is because to me it is probably the clearest, the clearest description of God from an Eastern philosophy standpoint. So if you look at there are similarities between African spirituality and Eastern and Asian spirituality and philosophies. So kind of like if you think about the yin and the yang. Um, so to me, God is God is a universal energy, just like the force that is flowing through us all. And right now we're in this material life and in this material world. And then when we when our body dies uh, and we leave this vessel that we're in, we go back into that universal energy. You know, energy never, energy never disappears. It is just, it's just transferred. It just moves. So to me, God is like, um, God is all of the energy around us and the design of the energy, like that is all the energy around us that we can't necessarily see all the time, but we can feel. And of course, there's a greater God that created all of this energy and designed things to be this way, but that's beyond my grasp and my understanding. Um, so, mm -hmm. so you, you get that? Is there the word, like, does that make sense? Makes yeah, it makes sense to me. me. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Like, all right. So if I could describe it like, have you guys ever seen like a 3D printer? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. So you know that like, say there's like a big vat. There's like a big vat of like liquid plastic. And this 3D printer is like printing, it's like printing a city inside this liquid plastic, right? So it, it prints like, five, it prints like a building that takes up about buildings and skyscrapers that take up about 50% of this vat of plastic, right? Mm -hmm. So the other 50% that's not turned into the buildings, it's still like liquid and it's still floating right there, right? Mm -hmm. So in the real world, in the 3D world, we are the buildings. And our ancestors, those who pass on, these angels, spirits, they are the liquid that's floating around us. So they're there, but we can't, because we're in this material, we're built, we're in this material world, we can't fully feel them all the way, or mm -hmm. perceive them all the way. Hmm. But the whole, the entire vat is God. And when, and when the printer decides to melt our building, 
when our body decays, we go back into back into the into the liquid, mm. like back into the spirit world like, to be yep to be reformed again. That's interesting. So you you're you're a, a black or African American man who meditates, and yes. I I just had a chance to kind of play the role of PM here, Matt here, and just kind of look up some stats. Okay. You know that uh, the Pew Research Center, which is a critical, you know, data source, uh, it says that 30 34%, roughly 34% of black or African Americans meditate. Hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that is, uh, I say that to say that uh, that doesn't mean that they're not religious. All right. Mm -hmm. Or follow some religious doctrine. Um, it actually says that uh, 79 percent of black or African-American folks are, are Christian, mm -hmm. you know, and then it breaks down everything. You know. Eighty three percent of recorded those who took part in these surveys believe in God, mm -hmm. you know, and. uh but then that that drops to the for the amount of folks who actually uh, attend religious services. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> to your point, whatever you believe in, it gives you strength. You know, I think it's a particular practice that goes along with your belief. So meditation is a practice, right? Mm -hmm. It's an active practice. I was going to ask you how you meditate, because meditation takes on many forms. Mm -hmm. There's many ways to do it, I believe. And uh, but when you're religious and you believe in God and you're religious, uh, it's a practice, right? It's a it's a it's a way to believe in something, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So Catholics do it different, Methodists do it different, Seven Day Adventists, mm -hmm. you know, do it differently. Mm -hmm. And what you're saying is, no matter what you believe in, right, or mm -hmm. who you believe in, if it brings you positivity. You know, are you saying do it a lot or are you saying what, what are you yes, saying? I'm saying I'm saying the universe rewards your intent. So mm -hmm. if you know, so someone who is who's never been a Christian that has good intentions and sends good energy out into the world. Um, um, at the universe will reward them just like someone who's a Christian and they have good intent and they send good energy out into the world. The universe will reward them. Um, but, um, and I, and I count prayer as a form of meditation. Okay. Mm. But I guess my overall message, I guess my overall message is <sighs> religious or not, you can love, you can love God, you know, you can love God and love your religion and love your religious practice, but you can't, it is to me, you limit your potential if you believe in anything else more than you believe in yourself. Mm. So don't lose yourself in the practice. You have to, yes, you, you have to, you, your love of God, you have to love the God within yourself. Your love of God has to be reflected in mm. your love of self. Can mm. I, can I, because ask regardless of what religion you are, mm -hmm. God created you and made you uniquely you mm -hmm. for you to accomplish great things. So, you have to channel everything through you. Got you. Hmm. No, I, I believe in, you know, um, as we touched on before, you know, positive vibration, manifestation of uh, thought. Mm -hmm. 
uh, as you describe it, bringing the subconscious, mm-hmm. you know, to the conscious, mm-hmm. right? Um, and 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 yeah, no matter how you get to that uh, practice, I do believe in it helps. Mm-hmm. I believe if you believe it, you can achieve it. Mm-hmm. You know, all these things that we could say that probably rhyme. Mm-hmm. Um, I do I do believe that. Uh, there's 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 uh, a positive and uh, productive uh, outcome with the practice. Now, I do see, you know, folks who are oh, you know, religious or maybe even overly religious, giving all praises due to God, right? Mm-hmm. When positive things happen, mm-hmm. but, then but they never give praises to God when negative mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, why? You ever think about that? Like, why does that happen? And so that's what, and so that's my thing. I don't want, yeah, my my whole purpose of telling my story is not to deter anyone from God. Right. But but to bolster and strengthen their belief in themselves and bolster and strengthen their belief in the God within themselves. So Mm -hmm. I'll leave you with this because we're running low on time. Right. Um, I I had a friend and we had a conversation. She's very religious. You know, she goes to church multiple times a week. And, um, you know, she said, you know, she, she t- counsels, counsels others and mentors others. Mm. And so I said, um, well, how did you get into that? And she said, well, you know, she had just got out of divorce and years, a couple years ago. And she said, you know, so when I, you know, when I accepted God and allowed God to come in and change my life, you know, things started to happen so much better for me mm. and I became so much better. Mm-hmm. So then I said, well, how, how did you, how did God change your life? So you, you, you kind of went to church and you prayed and all of a sudden God changed your life. And she was you know, like, just the next, like your life was changed. The next day, everything was different. And you've just been the same ever since. And she's like, no, no, no. I made a decision, you know, to follow God's laws and follow God's ways. Hmm. And, and I said, okay. And so every single day, <clears throat> you held to that decision and you changed the way that you were before holding to that because you understood that that's what God wanted for you and what God expected for you. Right. And she's like, yes. And so I said, was it easy in the beginning? She said, no, it wasn't easy in the beginning. And I said, but as you continue to do it over time, did it become easier for you? And she said, yes, it did become easier. And then I said, you felt better and you felt stronger. And she's like, yeah, I felt better. I felt stronger. And I knew that God had made a positive change in my life. Mm. And I said, I said, you know, that's awesome and that's great, but I just want to point something out to you. You made that change in your life because you made the decision. Had that conversation go. And then you stuck to that. She just listened. Mm. I said, you made the decision and you stuck. Now, God gave you the path Mm -hmm. and God gave you the inspiration. Mm -hmm. But you made the decision to change, and then you held to that decision day in and day out, mm-hmm. and you became stronger in that. So it wasn't God that changed you. You changed you. Now, you could say God gave you the power or gave or the you the Holy inspiration Spirit. or the Spirit, right. what have you, but you did it. Yeah. And what's, that, what's that saying they say in the church all the time? Prayer without works is dead. Prayer without works is dead. So you could pray for whatever you want, but if you don't get up off your knees and go move towards it, it's not going to happen for you. Mm-hmm. 
And so that that's the key piece. I you got to take a step. Yeah, take a step. So if there's two things I want to say, like I, I don't want to deter anyone. You know, this is the path that works for me and makes sense for me. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't want to deter anyone from religion or, or from God. No. But I want to say have that belief in the God inside yourself. Positive manifestation. And, and manifest it for yourself. The power of God is in you. The Absolutely. power of God is within you. Yes. And also, if you can, because sometimes you invoke, we invoke saints and we invoke Mary and we invoke so on and so forth. If you can, from time to time, when you're praying or meditating or whatever you do with your intention, call on your ancestors. Mm-hmm. Think about your ancestors. And that, and again, that's just healthy for you, your loved ones that passed on. If if you believe they're waiting until until they get to heaven, they want they want your memory, they want their memories to be shared. They want to live on in your mind and your heart. So, you know. Especially if you're black in America. I absolutely. Mean, come on, man. They, you know, they survived the middle passage. You didn't. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. So, man, that's where we at. We on time. We on time here. This was a deep one. I really, I want to thank you for, uh, I want to thank SB for being gentle with me and, oh, me, and me and me coming out. But I just wanted to bring my story to the people I want to share. Like this is, this is. You know, this is part of my path, and I and I wouldn't feel right if I didn't share that For sure. with the people, man. And I hope that you know you find some inspiration or some growth uh, from this pod, man. We really appreciate you. So, yeah. shout out to SBZ. Yeah, man. Shout out to PM and uh, EA. Why don't you go ahead and take us on mm-hmm. home, ladies and gentlemen? As we part ways, continue to be the best human beings you can be, and strive to be the best human beings you can be. Absolutely. That's right. it. That's church. 100. One. And pour out some for your ancestors. Yes. Intentions. Yeah. Meditation. Yeah. Shout out to the ancestors. Right. Shout out to the ones who been before us. Uh, we love you. Ain't no way we could ignore you. Yeah. Shout out to the ones that was here before us. Uh, you made us. Ain't no way we could ignore you. We adore you, and we implore you. So when I got a little liquor, I'll pour up. Pour it out and give a blessing, libations. Thanks for creating my family and my nation. Thanks for trying to break all my family curses. Saying shout out to everyone reading verses and reading scriptures and find enlightenment. That's how we do it. It's the devil. We got to fight with it. We all got to come with that thing that makes us whole. We got to do the things that really cleans our soul. It's subconscious, but it could be conscious. Just make sure you think positive. Don't think no nonsense. Man, it doesn't matter if you godless. As long as you know that you a strong spirit regardless. Coming off the top, call it just topless. Like we was back in the bush. That's for my ancestors rocking. Now we back in the hood, and I'm back in the spot, bringing you back with some good. And I'm knocking on this beat just like they knocking on wood. Saying, please don't teach the people, we don't want them to do what he could and what he should and how we had to grow. I just grew so spiritually, so I had to let you know. That's how we do it, grace and glory. It's my story for the glory, and I told you before, there's nothing before me. Well, actually, there was some before me, and I want to bless them. Shout out to the ancestors. Shout out. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out to the ancestors. It's a Yes. Yes. Shout out to the ancestors. Bless us. You bless us. Pour a little out just for the ancestors.